podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. Here we will discuss the best armband options for game week 31. There's good, there's bad and there's ugly. The good news is it's a double game week. Um, the bad news is it involves Burnley and Everton and the ugly news is that Burnley faced Man City um, during the week for the and this is where veteran FPL managers will know traditionally Man City against Burnley is an absolute drubbing for Burnley and it's a great time to invest in Man City um, so um, there's some ugly stuff for Burnley fans there um, joining me is Fancy Football Scouts Tom uh, Tom welcome how are you yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Um, it's been nice to take a bit of a breather, really, during the international break. Um, kind of feel refreshed and uh, refocused for the run-in now. So so looking forward to this chat. Excellent. Um, I just uh, welcome those that are joining us uh, very early in the chat. Uh, I believe, uh, because it's been so long since we've been streaming and I'm still using my old technology, um, I forgot to press mute. So you heard my traditional clicks and um, as I was trying to um, get the stream up and running. Um, so welcome uh, Jan pa- Paolo, um, who, uh, Kurt Kunshaw, uh, just a dad posting stuff. He's a regular, Moshi and Delia as well. Welcome the early birds there um, into the uh, live chat. So what we're going to discuss here, yeah, captaincy. So before we do that, um, understand you've got some words to say about fan team, Tom. Yep. So the fan team monster is uh, is back this weekend, which um, is the weekly tournament where you pick uh, 11 players. There's a safety net in play um, and there's some tasty fixtures this week, which um, we're going to talk about in more detail now. So have a look at that if you're, if you're interested in, uh, in fan team. Excellent stuff. Um, welcome to Frost Bolter and David Laws, who just joined us in the live chat. Uh, David Laws has finally made a live stream. Great stuff. I wonder if this is David Laws, the former MP for Yeovil, which is near me, perhaps. Um, uh, that would be great stuff uh, to have a former cabinet uh, member uh, watching us. But if, if not, it doesn't matter. Um, um, all David Laws are welcome. And Bernardo Santos has just joined us as well. Thank you. Let's have a look at these fixtures. Okay. Um, so we've got a picture of Kevin De Bruyne. Um, I think I think it's from last season. So eagle-eyed Man City fans will notice. Hey, that's a, they've got a different shirt now. Um, but it's Kevin De Bruyne in a Man City shirt. <laughs> so um, the reason we've got him there is because, as we were saying, Man City against Burnley. That's a great. That's a great time in the fixture calendar for FPL managers. Um, some really tasty fixtures there. So Kevin De Bruyne immediately stands out as a great as a great option um Chelsea against Brentford Liverpool against Watford Spurs against Newcastle they're all at home those three um they're all great options as well and Burnley against City and then Everton and Everton who have that double play West Ham that's not so good against Burnley as well so um there are options my immediate takeaway of that is don't count in a double game week player but what do you think yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a bit like you, Joe. I'm, I'm struggling to get too excited about either of the the teams who double. Um, Burnley have lost their last three matches in a row um, without scoring. It's been a kind of a theme throughout the season that, that they've struggled in front of goal. I think they've scored 22 goals, which is like the 19th best in the league. They've had 35 big chances, which is the joint third lowest. Um, so it's not that appealing going to one of their forward players. I mean, if you're going to look at one, I think it's probably Veghorst, who's got a goal and two assists in his first nine appearances for Burnley. 
bit underwhelming. Yeah, it doesn't sound great, does it? The first no, nine I mean, appearances, goal and Yeah, yeah. So one goal, two assists. Yeah. Um, it's all-round performances from what I've seen have generally been okay. Um, but but Burnley just aren't prolific at all. They don't create many chances. That can be good if a player does score because they're probably going to get bonus and they're scoring games, they tend to be. Mm. Um, but, but I think... You know, we, a lot of people went to Reghorst a few weeks ago in their double, but there are some really appealing single game week matchups this mm. time round, which maybe wasn't quite as much the case last time. Um, so I think um, that that City match, which you touched on before, is is so off-putting. Yeah. It, it kind of essentially makes it a single game week, really. Mm. Um, City away from home haven't, haven't lost a, on the road since the opening day. Um, against Spurs so you, you're not expecting much from that um, apart from appearance points for your Burnley assets it's obviously off-putting if you're looking at somebody like mm. Nick Pope um, given City's attack the Everton match is more appealing I think yeah. Everton have been really really poor on the on the road all season they've got the worst away record mm. of any team um, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to get too excited back okay. in an attack which has struggled so often this year. Okay, well, let, let's have a look at the fixture difficult fixtures in terms of difficulty. Um, so that shows that if we're just going by fixtures, Everton and Burnley are where we should be focusing. But as we just described there, um, probably not. Um, so yeah, Everton, best fixtures of the game week because they have two, West Ham and Burnley, but they're both away and Everton are quite poor away. Uh, Burnley... Ooh. City and then Everton. So is that really that Burnley-Everton game? If you're going to be investing in any Burnley players, you really want to be hoping for some returns there. And literally Definitely. anything you can get for the City game, just be happy with. Um, Brighton against Norwich. Um, I don't think we're going to be... I think we, we're we not going to focus really that on the captaincy. I'm just going to skirt over that. Liverpool against Watford. Um, Man City we mentioned against Burnley. Chelsea against Brentford. Leeds Southampton game looks intriguing. Che Adams mm. and Rafinha could be quite good yeah. differential options there. And then Harry Kane and Son uh, against Newcastle. Now, um, I own Harry Kane. Very happy with that. I don't own Son. Yeah. And when Spurs are at home, I, I get a bit worried. Um, why is that? Am I right? There? It just Son just is a monster at home, but not so good away. Well, yeah, I mean... Both Son and Kane are coming off the back of, of big performances in in blank game week thirty, aren't they? I mean, Kane is the Kane's the inform forward. Mm. Um, I think he's got eleven attacking returns in his last seven last seven matches, mm. um, which tells you all you need to know yeah. about the way he's playing at the moment. Spurs as well. I mean, Spurs have been inconsistent this year, haven't they? Um, yeah. But they have now won back to back matches for the first time in twenty twenty two, given that they've just beaten West Ham. And they beat, I think it was Brighton, wasn't it, before yeah. that one? So um, that suggests they're moving in the right direction. I'm not personally looking at this one for captaincy because I do think Newcastle have, um, have improved quite mm. a lot under Eddie Howe. I think if we're looking at um, which the ticker backs up, that Watford home match for Liverpool mm. is a more straightforward fixture than this Spurs one against Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle haven't conceded more than a goal in a match since before Christmas. So they, they've turned a corner under Eddie Howe. I think there's a couple of kind of issues with Dubravka and Shah leaving international duty early. early. So you might want to monitor that on the run-up to the weekend. Um, but, but I think these guys are good options like Son and Kane this week. But um, 
I think there's one or two other options which I'd probably place just ahead. Okay. Um, well, let's have a look at the expected goal involvement for double game week players. So we're probably going to be quite quick on this. But this is yeah. so if, if anyone's watching or listening and they're absolutely determined to captain <laughs> a player with two fixtures, this bit's for you. Okay. That's right, McNeil for Burnley. That's where your money should be on. <laughs> so basically, there's there's only two players with an expected goal involvement, a goal or an assist, over the last four matches. And that's McNeil of Burnley and Rondon, who probably won't play, at Everton. And then your next best is a Wobie with just under a goal. He was expected to have scored just under a goal in the last four. Uh, Veghorst, the same. And then Tom Davis, Cornet, three, about three quarters of a goal over the last four. Uh, Calvert-Lewin is lucky to notch up two thirds of a goal in four matches. So mathematicians will work that out, how much returns you're getting there. And then um, if you're looking for, I'm not suggesting to captain, but a player to get in, uh, Ben Mee could be quite good um, if you, if for the outside chance of an attacking return. And then there's Richarlison with half a goal over the half a goal involvement over the last four yeah I mean this this is I mean you wouldn't captain any of this lot would you <laughs> no no just a, on Ben Mee as well he is flagged at the moment we're oh, waiting oh, well, there we this go. update on him best defender's um, gone <laughs> well then well then you've got Loughton who doesn't even play at the moment no. Roberts has moved there and it's him Tarkowski is two yellow cards away from a, a two match ban so there's um, if you're looking at Burnley defence it's probably Pope or, or Roberts to be honest yeah. as the kind of the standout options but in terms of captaincy I mean we, we touched on Veghorst there um I'm, I'm playing him this week. I'm an owner, but in terms of captaincy, yeah. not looking at that. I think at Everton, Calvert-Lewin um, has obviously been in and out of the team, mm-hmm. coming back from injury, got an assist against Newcastle, but um, we'll have to see how he's doing fitness-wise. At least he's had a two-week kind of break mm-hmm. um, of, of, of training, but again, it's not something I'm looking at for captaincy. I think Richarlison's got a couple of goals um, since game week mm-hmm. 10 onwards or something mm-hmm. like that, so carries no form and then you know the best Everton option probably is somebody like Anthony Gordon who's who leads on in terms of shots and creative yeah. chances but obviously they've been looking at that list yeah. they've been quite speculative um, yeah. uh, um shots because he's not even in the uh in the XGI table so now nah, I mean just nothing to fill him with with confidence no, I mean, in that list just at all as a Ramsey owner and if anyone else has got a sort of 4.5 ish midfielder um Gordon is is yeah. is a nice easy slot in there, but um, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's worth it because he, did, as you said, it's he, he's got the volume um, and he mm. passes the eye test, but it's just not that quality in front of goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you never tough, know. Tough, 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 tough fixtures to follow as well for yeah. Everton, but they 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 will have more doubles later in the season because yeah. they've got a couple of matches which still need to be yeah. rearranged. But and for four point five or four point six, whatever Gordon is now. Um, might be worth a look if you've got somebody like you say, like Ramsey, yeah. who you're looking to move on. I think I think it's worth considering if anyone is considering getting in these players and indeed captaining them, um, they should think about what they're doing for game weeks 33 and 36 are two game weeks. We're talking about more on the Scoutcast later tonight, um, but that's they are pivotal in terms of there's going to be lots of double game weeks in there, so um, there's going to be a good time for free hitting. Good time for bench boosting. Good time for wild carding around them if you haven't used it already. Um, 
But the um, if you're going to be bench boosting in game week 33, Burnley play twice then. So you, if you want to get in and captain a Burnley player, do it now <laughs> because they're good yeah. to go. Everton don't double game week in 33, but very probably will in 36. Um, so therefore, if you're looking to bench boost exactly, in 36... Yeah. But Burnley are the only team. But, but... So what was that again? Yeah, sorry, you, we had a bit of an internet issue there. I okay. think you cut out a bit, Joe. But I was just saying yeah. that Burnley are the only, the only team over the next three rounds who will play five times. So mm. I think going back to your point, mm. um, if you're going to go for a Burnley player and you're looking them, now's the time to do it. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. So just something to think about there. Um, let's have a look at... Um, so what, are they, what have I got here? So best. this is best expected goal involvement last four. Um, I've written something yeah. confusing in my notes here, but it's all players. So, um, so forget these Burnley Everton lads. <laughs> this this is where it's all happening. So these these are the players we should be considering for the captaincy. Last four matches going into game week uh, thirty one. Um, so expected goal involvement. Salah absolutely top. He's getting on for nearly six goals. He's expected to be involved in the last four. Look, I'll just show you. But this is what we're looking at here with Burnley and Everton. Like a fraction of that. Absolutely, fraction. McNeil, one point five of a goal is is the best in terms of those stats. So going back to the expected goal involvement, then you got Kane expected involved in well over four goals. He's had eight chances. Salah's had sixteen shots inside the box, by the way. Uh, Ronaldo's had fifteen. So you're looking at Salah, Kane. Next up, Bruno Fernandez expected goal involvement just under four. Last four. Tony, uh, very similar. A lot of penalties there. Mane, very good differential still, uh, just under four. Then you've got Raheem Sterling, over three goals expected to be involved in. Ronaldo as well. So interestingly with Ronaldo, 15 shots inside the box. but um, And um, Salah with 16 shots inside the box. But in terms of expected goal involvement, Salah is like getting on for nearly twice that. So that shows that yeah. the quality of Salah's shots are much, much better than Ronaldo's. Uh, Rafinha is there so if anyone's still got him he plays Southampton next um, yeah. and he, he, he's good uh, could be a good captaincy chat alternative just over three goals then Havertz three goals expected to be involved in and then the Man City lads Foden and De Bruyne um, so looking at fixture I would say De Bruyne and if I was looking at form and fixture I would say Salah what, what do you think um, I own Salah so he's my captain I don't own De Bruyne, but if I did, it would be him. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Salah is really appealing this week, isn't he? Um, at first, when I was looking at this, I, I set my bus team a couple of weeks ago, or just under that, um, I was thinking, looking at a bit of minute management in this one, possibly, given that, that Liverpool have a Champions League tie next week against Benfica. They then play Man City um, and then Benfica again. Um, but but looking at this, Salah last started a league game for Liverpool. It will be three weeks ago. It was in that um, in that Brighton game. So I think in terms of rhythm, trying you know getting them back into that after an international break, getting them fight, you know in tune again ahead of that Champions League match. I think he'll start this weekend. Mm -hmm. He's been playing for Egypt as well during the qualifiers. He played on Friday night. I think he's due to play again in the second leg tonight as well. Um, Watford have improved under Roy Hodgson, I think that's fair to say, but they can still look very open. I mean, they went to Molyneux and conceded four recently. Mm. Arsenal hit three past them. I think Palace hit four past them as well. And so for me, 
everything points towards Salah um, as the captain this week. Um, but I do like De Bruyne as a bit of a cheeky differential. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I mean, both of us are quite similar in the ranks at the moment. That's just outside the top 100k. You have considerably more chips than I do left. Um, but um, right. nevertheless, for people like us who are looking up the table, we want to move up those rankings. Um, De Bruyne against Burnley, that to me, that just screams alternative differential captaincy hall in a week where, as you said, Salah's minutes might be managed. He might come off at 60 minutes or so. Um, and Kane is against Newcastle. And we'll talk about Newcastle in a sec. Um, and who are an improving side. Not, I mean, they've got a big bunch of cash behind them now. So um, it that's not surprising. It. And they've got much better players. Um, so, um, yeah, I think... Yeah, De, I, I can't. I can't look past De Bruyne to to as a as to advise people to captain. But whether you own them him or not is another matter. Yeah, and I think um, the thing I like about De Bruyne is he hasn't played for Belgium during this international break, which I wasn't aware of a week or so ago. I thought he'd been called up. He hasn't. I think Roberto Martinez this time has looked to youth in that yeah. squad. And so he's going to be fully rested. Um, so you'd expect him to start this one again to get that rhythm going that Pep always talks about. I think he's seven, just over 7% owned. Um, tricky runner matches coming up for City. They've got Atletico, they've got Liverpool, and they've got Atletico again. And I think they've got Liverpool again. But you would think that that, that he would want to get De Bruyne starting um, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, 7.7 points per match since game week 17 onwards. I think he's averaging 10 attacking returns in that time. And this Burnley fixture, like you say, they love, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot to... I mean, I'm going with Salah. It's very hard to accommodate Salah, Kane, which most people have got, and De Bruyne. But if you are in a position where you've got him, um, I don't dislike this as a kind of a differential captaincy no, shout this week. Definitely. Um, let's have a look. So I think most most people, just by sheer ownership, are going to be looking at one of Salah or Kane or Son, yeah. if, they're looking, uh, if they've got Son instead of Kane. And De Bruyne is for those privileged few who, who've got him. Um, but... Um, uh, they could be thinking of getting him in and captain him. So let's have a look at the uh, the so-called whipping boys. This is last four matches, worst defences. And I, I'm never going to remove this picture of Dean Smith because Norwich are just going to be there forever. Um, so um, the long lay out continued because that means I don't have to change picture. <laughs> but Norwich, um, yeah, expected to have conceded 10 goals and they have conceded 10 goals. Then there's Leicester. They're still there. They've only conceded three, but they were expected to concede well over eight. So um, it could be marginally lucky there not to concede more. But, you know, they've got more defenders back now. So they, I, yeah. I, to be honest, I expect them to see them move down this table. Um, and that's yeah. a good thing, by the way. Um, and then Brighton. So Brighton's defence have gone being from one of the best to one of the worst. Expected to yeah, concede sure eight, and they have eight. So they're performing exactly as their expected stats say. Then West Ham, that probably indicates their European involvement. Um, but their XG is well over seven, nearly eight, um, and their, sorry, their XG conceded is well, is um, uh, nearly eight, and their uh, goals conceded is five. And then you've got Burnley, shows how bad their defence is, and then Watford, Manchester United, Everton, Wolves, and Brentford, uh, and Southampton are sort of the mid, start, start getting towards mid-table there. So interesting, Southampton have conceded eight, um, 
um, but they were expected to concede much uh, much fewer goals than that. Um, but then it's got Newcastle in there, and this is why I mentioned that because of Kane, because this is what we're talking about here, captaincy. Um, Newcastle, four goals conceded, pretty good, and expected goals conceded just over four as well, so they've been neither unlucky nor uh, unlucky nor lucky there, so they're doing well. Um, and then the best defences, Liverpool, City, Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, as you expect. Then intriguingly, Leeds are now one of the better defences. Um, so they're the two things I noted from this. But for us with the captaincy, this has put me off, Kane, for the captain. But am I being a, am I just underestimating Kane's ability to score against Newcastle? Well, Kane can score against anybody, can't he? You know, the form he's in at the moment, he, he, he's red hot. Um, but yeah, that was my initial thought when I looked at this and I looked at this fixture and I did think that Newcastle were a, were a trickier opponent mm. than than what Salah has got. Um, he's my vice captain at the moment, um, Kane, and I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. But I'm struggling to put in ahead of, um, of Salah right mm. now, um, given a lot of what we've talked about. And um, Newcastle, since that January investment, and been able to kind of bring in players like Burn and Target yeah. and Gumares, and they've they've obviously and, and some and some better coaching has obviously helped them defensively, which was was so important. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then as well, Tottenham. We said it earlier, but yes, they've won back to back games, but they've been very up and down this year, and they're not a team on the level of Liverpool either at the moment, despite. Kane doing very well and Son recently they're not as reliable I don't think um, so that's that's edging me towards Salah um, yeah definitely um, I think I think I mean we don't need to scrape a barrel I mean scraping a barrel this week no. is is Burnley Everton really because um, yeah. they could get you some really good returns any of the players we've mentioned from Burnley and Everton um, could get could get you an amazing haul I've seen I, I remember McNeil doing it before um Chris Wood when he was at Burnley before you never know any of them could get any return yeah. any of their defenders could do well any of the Everton wingers can suddenly a Wobi as we've seen can score unexpected goals um, you know you, you could get a captaincy haul but I think I think for us really it's Salah Kane and De Bruyne it's between one of them and it depends who you got would that be fair enough this week? Yeah I would agree with that I mean there are couple of matchups which I kind of looked at earlier I was looking at Kai Havertz um, who who is at home to Brentford he's in really good form at the moment I think he scored four goals in his last four league games he got an assist uh, I think for Mount too as well Um, I think looking at Havertz going forward rotation may become a bit of an issue given that Chelsea may prioritise the Cups if they look safe for that Champions League spot they're not in a title race but I think for this week, Havertz probably looks um, okay for a start. Um, but then Lukaku is going to be lurking when when the schedule gets a bit more intense. But yeah, Havertz um, not completely against that. Um, he's been leading the line recently and looking good. Um, and then I suppose going on that table that you mentioned, Joe. I mean Ronaldo as well. I mean Leicester mm. um, only conceded three. Mm. But the XG suggests they've maybe been a little bit fortunate yeah. during that time. I think Leicester have improved a little bit recently yeah. just from watching them. Like you said, they're getting key players back. Um, they've changed their set-piece routine, which have been causing them problems defensively all season. They, they've changed that round. I think it was at, um, in, in, in the last match against uh, Brentford, wasn't it? I think yeah. they switched that round and looked a bit more secure. Um, but they have conceded quite a few goals on the road. So, um 
if people are looking at Ronaldo, mm. given that they've got a double coming up, um, again, he's very hard to fit in, yeah. given the other options. But it, um, the only way would be to re- remove Kane or ignore Kane. Which yeah. Either way, it yeah. doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So I just don't think many people are going to have him. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if United did score a couple in that game. Yeah. But again, I, I, str- I, I can't put him alongside the likes of Salah and Kane and De Bruyne this week. They feel like they're on the tier below. Okay. Um, well, um, for those wondering where we got all those stats from, that's from the Fantasy Football Scout members area. Lots of good stats there. Um, and some of the tables I put up there about expected goal involvement and expected goals conceded as well. Uh, uh, two of my sort of regular ones I look at to prepare for the for the game week are very useful. Um, uh, we've got the Scout cast later tonight. We'll talk about a bit more detail about some of those doubles, forward thinking and chip strategy. Um, lots and lots of other videos and podcasts coming out. Um, and uh, the absolute key one um, especially after the international break is the team news uh, with Neil and Az towards the end of the week on Friday um, because you know that's, that's going to be vital to our decisions so hopefully everyone we're considering to captain or bring in is fit and well um, Tom thanks Lovely. so much for your time and uh, good luck with your decision to captain Salah or Kane or De Bruyne if you get him in great thanks Joe cheers for having me